This is episode 37 of the Fantasy Ladder Podcast. I'm your host, Steve, at Fantasy Ladder. This podcast is brought to you by the IDP Guys Network. So welcome back once again, my fantasy football friends and family. Let's climb the ladder of fantasy football together. So in this episode, uh, we are going to be covering the Week 13 slate and answering some listener start sick questions. I am back after a week off. It just was a pretty wild week uh, with uh, some stuff going on with my family, but we are back and better than ever. So uh, just going to touch on the teams that are on by just to set things off right here. Uh, week 13 by teams are the Arizona Cardinals and the Carolina Panthers. So that basically gives us uh, six typical weekly starters that we will not be having at our disposal here. Uh, of course, Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins, James Conner, Hollywood Brown of the uh, Cardinals and on the Panthers side, uh, DJ Moore and uh, Donta Foreman. Uh, but we do have a week off of uh, being tortured by what to expect out of DJ Moore. So it's been a long uh, 12 weeks of seeing what that was going to be like. So now we have a week off and not having to worry about that. So we are grateful for that, even though he had a very nice uh, game there uh, in week 12, of course, with uh, Sam Darnold back in the fold. So interesting to see what happens after their bye week. Uh, so we are going to start off with the primetime matchups of, of this week. Then we'll go through the uh, listener start sick questions. We've got nine of them, so we got a good bunch of questions there. Then we'll tackle the, the early slate on Sunday, then the later slate on Sunday. But starting things off for week 13, Thursday night football at the Buffalo Bills at the New England Patriots. Uh, in this one, I think you can very comfortably start Josh Allen, of course, Stefan Diggs. Those are the... You know, your your lineup cement uh, week in and week out uh, kind of borderline is uh, Devin Singletary in this one. Uh, the Patriots defense is especially good against the running game. Uh, so you could just expect a typical, you know, um, suboptimal sort of outing from from Devin Singletary here. He should lead the way as far as touches go. I just would temper expectations against the Patriots. Uh, then Gabriel David. Uh, so, yeah, so. Um, Devin Singletary comes in as more uh, of an if you must here, as well as Gabriel Davis as an if you must uh, flex, like a deeper league uh, flex option, as well as Dawson Knox as an if you must uh, tight end option. New England Patriots, I uh, got uh, Mac Jones, who I think you can uh, use as a super flex here. Um, Going up against the Bills, obviously, it's a very tough defense. Uh, Novon Miller in this one, he got hurt in that Thanksgiving Day game. Um, I mean, it, that doesn't completely <laughs> make the Bills uh, like, like a walkover kind of a defense or anything. But I do like Mac Jones a decent amount as a super flex option for sure. Um, Ramondre Stevenson, you could fire him up as an RB1 despite the tough matchup. No Damian Harris. He was already ruled out for, for Thursday night. So uh, look for uh, Ramondre Stevenson to not only get the, the majority of the carries, but also still continue to get a lot of the uh, passing work there as well. Uh, Hunter Henry, I think you could utilize a, as a tight end play this week. Uh, he would be a tight end trust against the Bills. And then the wide receivers, uh, just kind of keep your eye on uh, the availability of the uh, group of wide receivers there. So it's a pretty big group. Um, Jacoby Myers, Devontae Parker, Nelson Aguilar, Kendrick Bourne, and Tyquan Thornton. I believe at this moment in time, Parker 
Aguilar and Myers are questionable. So again, not what I would consider a, a great matchup against the Bills, still a tough team, but I would feel the most comfortable with Myers than Parker. Uh not really wanting to get Aguilar, Bourne, or Thornton into lineups at this point. Just keep an eye out for that, but very much um, if you must options, but it would have the most trust in Jacoby Myers of that group. Sunday night football got the Indianapolis Colts two weeks in a row in primetime gross uh, going up against the Dallas Cowboys. As far as the, uh, as far as the Cowboys go, I think you can start all your Cowboys uh Dak, Tony Pollard, I think even uh, Ezekiel Elliott as well, um, C.D. Lamb and Dalton Schultz. Any of the ancillary weapons behind C.D. Lamb in the passing attack um, don't really feel great about starting them necessarily. Just from from a volume standpoint, it's very mixed after after Lamb uh, getting a lot of targets there. Um, Gallup is just like always like a interesting wide receiver talent, uh, but just very mixed uh, target share. So uh, definitely can go with the uh, core five, uh, I guess you could say, in, in Dallas and Dak, Zeke, Pollard, Schultz, and C.D. Lamb. Indianapolis Colts, you're still going to continue to trust uh, Jonathan Taylor, of course, and Michael Pittman. Dallas is a very tough uh, defensive unit, so I believe that Matt Ryan will struggle here against them. He is a borderline super flex option here. Um, and there are some kind of borderline, uh, if you must, uh, pass catchers still in the Colts offense. Alec Pierce, Paris Campbell wouldn't necessarily want to start them unless it's a pretty deep league. Um, and then the tight ends, um, the, the rookie um, Jelani Woods had had a massive game against the uh, Steelers on Monday Night Football. That was awesome to see. Um, are we ready to fire him up into our lineups yet? I don't think so. Even if it's tight end premium, still want to give it another week, see how they continue to continue to uh, utilize him. But back in the spring, I, I did a, a video for, for, for the IDP guys uh, network here um, on, on the YouTube channel, uh, talking up uh, Jelani Woods as a, a rookie prospect uh, during a rookie draft season. So uh, very excited to see that, but not ready to get him into starting lineups just yet. Then on uh, Monday Night Football, we have the New Orleans Saints at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So as far as the Buccaneers are concerned, uh, you can definitely trust Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, and uh, Tom Brady. As far as the running backs are concerned, uh, Rashad White absolutely can start him. You like it a lot better, though, if Leonard Fournette uh, it, uh, continues to be out. He is questionable right now, uh, so that kind of makes it kind of a tricky situation. If Fournette does still play, I still think Rashad White could have a solid outing, but definitely limits his his opportunity upside if Fournette is active. And then on, and then uh, Julio Jones would be like a very deep. Um, wide receiver play. So he's very much uh, an if you must. Everyone else essentially is a trust, though. Then on the Saints side of the ball, I uh, still have Andy Dalton starting, so you don't necessarily love that, although he has been serviceable at times. Uh, very borderline uh, super flex play as far as I'm concerned. Still would feel comfortable with Chris Olave. Uh, 
as a trustworthy uh, wide receiver option. Uh, Juwan Johnson would be a semi-trustworthy, uh, more of an if-you-must uh, tight end play. Uh, Taysom Hill, also kind of an interesting deeper tight end play, uh, just as he gets uh, mixed in with some rushing work there. Uh, Alvin Kamara. He had a pretty brutal game last week. Uh, two fumbles, I believe, against the uh, 49ers against that tough defense. I, I I guess I'm just stubborn. I just can't not play Alvin Kamara. So he's kind of a borderline trust if you must option. Uh, he is questionable. So just keep your eye on that uh, coming into the Monday night game. Um you know, obviously he's still a uh, elite talent. Uh, he just has not gotten quite the same usage, you know, without um, Drew Brees as the quarterback. But um, despite the the recent struggles, I think you could still feel good about firing him up. Then Jarvis Landry is kind of a deeper league, uh, if you must, wide receiver option. So still a fan of his talent as well, just with mixed opportunity again from Andy Dalton still not ideal so that'll do it for the primetime games I just like to highlight the the island games there uh just because those bring out some of the more unique decisions you'd have to make throughout the week because of the either the the earliness of the Thursday night game or having to wait through the majority of the games for for, for the Sunday night or the Monday night so I just want to highlight some of those players off the top so we're going to now get into the uh, listener start sick questions. And we had nine submitted. So we're going to try to plow through these as best we can here. Uh, starting, of course, with uh, at Jamie underscore FF addict two. He asks about three wide receivers uh, looking at Tyler Boyd against the Kansas City Chiefs, Joshua Palmer against the Las Vegas Raiders and Donovan Peoples-Jones against the Houston Texans, of course, as Deshaun Watson is uh, returning to the field. Uh, with these three options, um, I'm basically am looking at Joshua Palmer. He would seem to have the safest uh, target opportunity, especially if Mike Williams is still out against the Raiders, that that could be a very... Uh, very, very much a high scoring game. Uh, so I like Josh Palmer the best here. Donovan Peoples Jones uh, it, it has obviously been coming on uh, very strong here uh, in the Browns offense. This first week with, with Watson back is going to be very interesting. Obviously, the last time we saw Watson play, he he's performing at, at an elite level as far as a fantasy football asset is concerned. Going up against the Houston Texans, so a really uh, brutal Texans team. Um, I really do just think this is going to be just Nick Chubb show. Um, so Donovan Peoples Jones could have moments, you know, he, he could be all right, but I, I, I think that, that, I think the upside is lacking there as I think, uh, Cleveland should, should win this game pretty handedly. Uh, then Tyler Boyd, um, always, always a great option. Jamie said he does have Joe Burrow, so he he would be kind of leaning this direction, especially against KC, tough defense, um, but also could be a high-scoring game. Now, with Boyd, you do have Jamar Chase coming back most likely, so that kind of complicates things as far as his opportunity. Um, but between these three options, I would go with uh, Joshua Palmer, as uh, he has been playing uh, pretty nice while Mike Williams has been out, but it, but but the priority would be Palmer, Boyd, and then Donovan Peoples-Jones. So 
Best of luck to you, good sir. And he also asks, uh, which backup San Francisco running back is the one to pick up? Uh, Elijah Mitchell uh, is now going to be basically out for the season. Uh, and Christian McCaffrey is, uh, he had a little bit of a knee flare up. So definitely we're, we're, we're in this spot where we want to be targeting uh, backup running backs, especially on good offenses like in San Francisco. So basically at this point, the uh, two backups that are remaining are Jordan Mason and uh, Tyron Davis Price. So which one to pick up? At this point, um, I would lean towards uh, Tyrion Davis Price uh, has more of the the uh, draft capital. I think the uh, 49ers have a little bit more invested in him, although he has been a healthy scratch the last couple of weeks where Jordan Mason has not been a healthy scratch, played more uh, special teams and things like this. But um, this week will be a very interesting week to kind of monitor that. But if I had to take a gamble on one or the other, it would be Tyrion Davis Price at this point. So great question. Very curious to see how that uh, plays out. Next question comes from at Chimichanga44. Uh, he's asking about a quarterback matchup. Um, Kenny Pickett against the Atlanta Falcons or Jared Goff against the Jacksonville Jaguars. I'm going with Jared Goff here. Um, the matchup against Atlanta is actually a very nice matchup. Uh, Goff against Jacksonville, also very nice. Uh, for me, the the uh, difference here is uh, the uh, implied total of the game. So um, Steelers-Falcons is at uh, 42 points over under, and then the uh, Lions and, and uh, Jaguars at 51.5 points over under. So I think there's going to be a little bit more of a scoring opportunity uh, in the Lions and uh, Jacksonville Jaguars game. So, so, so give me golf over Pickett there. Next question comes from at Charlie Fryer, uh, a good friend of mine and a part of the community. So if you know, you know, uh, love you, Charlie. Great question here. He says, he asks, uh, can I trust Damian Pierce? Uh, at this point, short answer is no. <laughs> uh, last two weeks have just been absolutely brutal for him after having a phenomenal stretch. Uh, but this is kind of like the, uh, this is my nightmare moment here for uh, Damian Pierce. Uh, opportunity was there, but the quality of that opportunity, I think, unfortunately, is kind of showing its ugly face right now. So uh, Houston is just an absolutely brutal situation right now. Um, so I will not be trusting Damian Pierce. I did not trust him last week. That there was there's a couple spots where I started uh, Antonio Gibson over him. So it's a very relevant question for me because I do have a couple shares. Um, but I think what's interesting as we're kind of gearing up for for the playoffs here is that he does have a couple of nice matchups uh, in the playoffs. So week 16 and then week 17, especially against the Jacksonville Jaguars, you have a couple of weeks of of some pretty difficult matchups um in a row here see if he can um get back to his old form from three weeks ago and at this point the answer is just no again it is just very much a uh, nightmare scenario at this point just cannot trust him at least this week where i just think that the cleveland browns are just going to be able to beat the texans pretty handedly uh don't want to be trusting uh damian pierce at this point but great question, though, Charlie. All right. Next question comes from at Gold Jacket QBs. Of course, Jim. Uh, appreciate the question, Jim. Uh, he asks a very interesting question. Uh, rest of season, 
Can Christian Watson of the Packers, of course, fulfill uh, Michael Pittman's absence if he were to trade Pittman away? So he was talking about wanting to get some uh, like high, high quality draft picks for, for Pittman. So basically, if he moves Pittman, can Christian Watson fill in that gap for the rest of the season? So I think the answer is yes. Uh, it's pretty hard to completely just replace Pittman at this point. He's been averaging nine targets a game and has performed very well. He's the overall wide receiver 15 or 14, depending on, on the kind of league you're playing in only two touchdowns on the season. Of course, Christian Watson has come on very strong here, scoring six touchdowns in the last three weeks, um, averaging six and a half targets per game. So it's kind of interesting because both of the quarterback uh, situations are, are a little shaky, right? So like, so like Matt Ryan has has been brutal at times, but but has been serviceable at times. And then they he was benched that they brought in uh, the younger guy, um, Sam Ellinger. Uh, it was pretty rough there, but still, um, Pittman was still holding steady. Then in the Packers, uh, Rodgers has been injured, has has the injured uh, thumb on, on his throwing hand. Um, that has not limited Christian Watson uh, by any means, but the overall Packers offense has definitely, you know, not been as strong as it has been in recent years. Now, if Jordan Love uh, comes in in, in Rodgers' absence, if he's not able to suit up, uh, do I think that's going to affect uh, Christian Watson? I, I really can't say because, of course, uh, Jordan Love threw the uh, pass to Christian Watson where he had the big touchdown against the Eagles. So, um, I think. Watson could fulfill Pittman's absence. Uh, it's just it's going to be hard to rely on the touchdowns week in and week out. Uh, but I think the six and a half targets a game is definitely a fine replacement for the essential nine targets per game that uh, Pittman has been getting. So you can fill in Watson there and get a nice return for Pittman. I think that that's an okay uh, situation for you, Jim. But great question. Appreciate you asking. Uh, moving on to at FF Bird Gang, of course, friend of the podcast. He was on the Philadelphia Eagles show. So he asks uh, Flex, uh, Rashad White going up against New Orleans Saints on Monday night or Christian Watson, another Christian Watson question uh, against the Chicago Bears. I think uh, probably the safer answer is uh, Christian Watson right now. But as I said, when I was talking about the Saints and the um, Buccaneers matchup, it's going to be dependent on uh, if Fournette is available. So if we know before Sunday uh, that Fournette will be out, then I'm going to shift over to Rashad White. So, Darren, I would say take all the time you can to make this decision. Uh, wait up in, until until the start of the Bears and Packers game. If if you don't know about Fournette's availability, I would probably would, would play Watson there. If you do know that Fournette will be out, I would roll with Rashad White. So that's what I would do. Best of luck to you, buddy. Uh, another member of the community. So if you know, you know. Uh, another uh, friend of the podcast, uh, the Axeman himself at Harding underscore three asks and a half PPR flex Zay Jones, the Jacksonville Jaguars wide receiver going up against the Detroit Lions, Deontay Johnson, of course, the wide receiver for the Pittsburgh Steelers uh, against the Atlanta Falcons or Jeff Wilson against the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, 
in, in the big uh, revenge game. Now, that's, this could be a double uh, um, revenge game if, if Raheem Mostert does suit up. Now, Jeff Wilson has been fantastic as Mostert has been out. Mostert is questionable at this point. Uh, so if Mostert is active, then that's going to limit uh, Jeff Wilson's opportunities and touches against a tough San Francisco defense. In this case, um, really hard for me to say, don't play Deontay Johnson, still getting a, a healthy amount of targets, just not a single touchdown yet on the year. Very good matchup against the Falcons. Although, Zay Jones uh, averaging 12 targets a game in the last two weeks. Uh, Trevor Lawrence is one of the hottest uh, quarterbacks in the league right now, going up against Detroit. Fantastic matchup. Uh, I am actually going to be saying to start Zay Jones over Deontay Johnson and Jeff Wilson. Um, again, I, I say this with, with a little bit of hesitation, but it's hard to ignore his involvement in the passing game with Lawrence really coming on strong against the Lions. That's what I can hang my hat on. Uh, and that one. So great question. Uh, best of luck to you, Axton. And we got a question from at Mike Dia 9082-4494. He asks a very interesting question, uh, kind of a strategy question. Uh, he is playing currently in a one QB one QB redraft league. Uh, his situation is he's looking to drop one and start one of these quarterbacks currently in a four-way tie for the last playoff spot and he's playing against one of those teams whichever quarterback he drops he fears his opponent is likely to scoop up to use in this matchup so he currently has um justin fields trevor lawrence and deshaun watson so he's asking to start one drop one so for this week uh mike what, what i would suggest you do is absolutely hold and start Trevor Lawrence against the Detroit Lions. So the question for me becomes, do you drop Deshaun Watson in his first game back in two, in basically two seasons? Um, do you drop him against Houston Texans or do you drop Justin Fields against the Packers? Now, what's interesting about Justin Fields, obviously, is that he's hurt. He he didn't play last week, and uh, Darnell Mooney of the, the his, his his wide receiver one for for Chicago um, is gonna be out for the season now. So weapons are depleting, going up against a tough Packers defense, and he's injured. He has been absolutely on fire the last couple of months here with his rushing upside. So a lot of risk in Fields. Although there could be a lot of risk with uh, Deshaun Watson as well, as it's his first game back, could be a little bit rusty, and he's going up against the Texans. So, you know, on paper, a solid matchup, you know, for a a fantasy wide uh, fantasy quarterback. Although, as I said in or, or as I said in a, in a previous question uh, regarding uh, um, Donovan Peoples Jones, I really do think this could be just like a massive Nick Chubb game, where I think Watson will have. Uh, some some good moments and he'll be able to be uh, productive but i think ultimately what's what's really gonna shine here is is the running game so i think um i would hold and play lawrence um i may drop deshaun watson only because this first week back it might not be the most stellar week you could always try to get him again 
what I would suggest is uh, just try waiting as long as possible to uh, drop whichever one. Um, but you did mention about uh, you do need to pick up a, a running back on, on uh, waivers. So that's really going to be dependent on how active your league is and which running backs are there. Uh, but I would be more likely to drop Watson. Or if, if Fields is ruled out, I, I may even drop Fields um, because the, the upside is a little bit capped, you know, without Darnell Mooney, uh, just not as good of a situation, although you you have him for his, his, his rushing upside. So if you want to just kind of hold on to that, that's fine. That's kind of why I was thinking drop Watson um, just because of the potential rust factor, but Either way, I would try to hold off as long as possible, give your opponent as little opportunity as possible to add either one against you, um, but definitely hold and start Lawrence. I think you can just kind of ride with Lawrence the whole way through, to be perfectly honest with you, but you got to get into the playoffs first. So um, that's what I would suggest you do. Great question. Best of luck. Uh, just have fun with it as much as you can. <laughs> All right. Uh, then we'll move on to at triathlete chef. Uh, he asks uh, once again, Dak or Tua. Dak going up against the Colts or Tua Tagovailoa going up against the San Francisco 49ers. I think on paper, the uh, 49ers are a tougher matchup, right? Uh, but I still like the uh, weapons overall a little bit better uh, for Tua. It could be a decent game where the Cowboys just are playing defense and are able to run the ball a little bit more. So um, I'll go with uh, Tua against the 49ers here. So best of luck there. Did have a question also uh, regarding a uh, flex play. So he's considering Alvin Kamara going up against the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers again on Monday Night Football. He's questionable right now. So it's kind of iffy on top of the fact that he has been uh, subpar the last uh, four weeks here. So definitely understand that hesitation. But he asks, uh, should I sit Kamara? For either David Njoku against Houston, he is the tight end for the Cleveland Browns, of course, or Darius Slayton, the uh, New York Giants wide receiver. So here's what I'm going to be looking at here. Uh, Slayton is going up against Washington Commanders. Uh, last five games, he's been averaging six and a half targets a game. You really like that. David Njoku, again, gets a quarterback upgrade. Uh, Watson from Jacoby Brissett uh, going up against Houston. That's not as much of a factor uh, for me in this one. I think the involvement of, of the tight ends is pretty steady either way. Uh, for someone like Ninjoku, who's been averaging um, four and a half targets a game uh, through the course of the season. Now, Evan Kamara is averaging six targets a game in the last five as well. So he basically has the same target upside as Darius Slayton, not as much of a depth uh, per target, obviously, but Kamara does still have the upside of the uh, rushing attack. So like with the question with uh, Darren, when you have a game on, on Monday night, I want to wait as long as humanly possible to make this decision. So I would plan on Kamara. If um, if it's looking like he's going to be out or if he is solid or if sorry, if he's out, I think my next priority would be uh, Darius Slayton, uh, just getting more targets than uh, Ninjoku. 
So my priority here would be Kamara, Slayton, and Njoku. But I definitely understand about the hesitation there. I suppose I'm just am, uh, too stubborn uh, sometimes for, for my own good, but I just would find it very difficult to not play Alvin Kamara despite being questionable, despite the uh, two-fumble performance last week. Uh, so I would go with Kamara. I, I would hold steady there, um, but then have Darius Slayton as a uh, backup option for sure. Then final one comes from at Pipomatic. A uh, couple questions. He asks about a uh, quarterback. Uh, starts a question looking at Lamar Jackson against the Denver Broncos or Deshaun Watson against the Houston Texans. So in general here, as long as Lamar is uh, active, because right now he's questionable, I would start Lamar over Watson. We know what Lamar has been. It's been shaky at times, but he's just getting consistent rushing work where Watson does have that in his you know, previous arsenal that, that we've seen for a long time from him. He just hasn't played in a long time. So I think, and again, because of this matchup, I really think like the running game is going to be a big part of, of the winning formula. Um, I would just, it'd be fine to roster uh, Deshaun Watson, but I would be rolling with Lamar Jackson as long as he is active. But if he's not active, then you have a really solid option in in Watson um, trying to get the rust off against a pretty poor uh, defensive unit in the Texans. Asks the second question. Uh, he lists a bunch of running backs. He needs to pick three of these. Uh, I got Travis Etienne against the Lions, Saquon Barkley against the Commanders, Damian Pierce against the Browns, Ramondre Stevenson against the Bills, Rashad White against the Saints. My three at this point would be Ramondre Stevenson, just guaranteed uh, volume, uh, passing and, and rushing work. Saquon Barkley, of course, never going to bench him unless he's out. Obviously, he's healthy. Washington smash and then Travis Etienne who's currently questionable uh against the Detroit Lions that those would be my 3 however if Etienne is out i would shift over to Rashad White even if Fournette plays I think he should have a decent usage, especially in the passing game. Uh, I, I don't think it would be wise to just all of a sudden give Fournette this big workload coming off of a multi-week injury um, or multi-week absence for, from an injury. So I think he would be fine, but definitely Damian Pierce would, would be the le- lowest priority of this group. And it, it is a pretty good group, but but Damian Pierce would, would, would be the last priority going up against the Browns. One nothing to do with any of the Texans, but especially uh, the running game uh, in this one. Uh, yeah, so so that's what I would do. I would plan on Saquon Stevenson pretty comfortably, very comfortably. Then Travis Etienne, if he is if it's looking shaky, then I would go to Rashad White. I would not consider Damian Pierce this week. So. Everyone, thank you for thank you for asking. Uh, appreciate that. Hopefully, I can help you uh, make the best decision possible for these very crucial uh, matchups that we have coming up here, trying to get into the playoffs or fight or battle for as good of a seat as possible. So, thank you for asking. And every Wednesday. I sent out a tweet, so uh, if you see that, just don't hesitate to ask and just kind of reach out. Feel free to reach out anytime. I, I'm, I try to be available to help people out. That that's why I'm doing this in the first place. So, yeah, best of luck with it. But best of luck to you all, and thanks for asking.
just going to roll through uh, the rest of the Sunday slate now. Uh, just going back to my trust if you must and bust uh, system. I kind of went through that with the primetime games, but just to remind you, the trusts are players you're going to start. You can conf- you can confidently start uh, regardless of the matchup. Um, if you must, it's a little bit a, a little bit more nuanced there. Uh, and if you must is more of a what would be a lean to a bench if it's if it's more shallow league, um, shallow bench and only one flex play or or one flex spot. It, it would be more of a start if it's a deeper league, deep bench and multiple flex spots. Okay. Then bust would be fine to have on your roster, but just not ready to get them into your lineup yet for a multitude of reasons. Um, so having having said that, we will go through the uh, early slate, followed by the later slate for Sunday. First up, we have the Tennessee Titans at the Philadelphia Eagles uh, on the on the Titans side of the ball. Very simple. Uh, Derrick Henry, of course, you can trust him. I think Traylon Burks is an interesting, if you must, uh, wide receiver option. And then Ryan Tannehill will come in as a super flex play. Um, Austin Hooper, uh, we're, we're, we're at a point where like the tight end landscape is just kind of gross. He would be worth an ad, right? I wouldn't be ready to trust him yet. So pretty limited um, options here in the Tennessee offense. But uh, definitely can trust Derrick Henry. Traylon Burks is an if you must. And then Ryan Tannehill would be a super flex option against the Eagles. Then on the Eagles side of the ball, uh, you're trusting a lot of these guys here. Um, Jalen Hurts, Miles Sanders, A.J. Brown in the revenge game against the Titans. Uh, Devonta Smith you can trust as long as he is healthy. He's currently questionable. Um so that pretty much does it. Uh, just the core four there uh, in Philadelphia. They are very uh, anxious to get uh, Dallas Goddard back uh, to round out the uh, passing attack. But definitely can trust your core four um, Eagles there against the Titans. Let's try to get a sip of tea. Trying to keep it classy here on the uh, Fantasy Ladder podcast. Okay. Next, next matchup, we have the Pittsburgh Steelers at the Atlanta Falcons. So I think on the Falcons side of the ball, I think um, Cordero Patterson is a borderline trust if you must option. Just the Falcons just continue to roll out a lot of um, running backs, which is kind of irritating from a fantasy standpoint. But I think he would be the most appealing on that team. Uh, Kyle Pitts, it was announced that he's, had a, he's having a surgery, so he's officially out for the, uh, the rest of the season. Uh, so that does limit some of the options there in the passing game. Really love Drake London's uh, talent. So he is a very deep, if you must, wide receiver option. Marcus Mariota will come in as a super flex play. Anyone outside of that kind of getting difficult to trust into your lineups. Tyler Allegier, um, who's had very good moments here. He would be a, a deeper running back if you must option Pittsburgh Steelers side of the ball. I think uh, Kenny Pickett is definitely a super flex uh, option. Definitely a streamer. Um, Najee Harris is questionable right now. Uh, So even if he does play, 
I imagine he'll have, he'll have a pretty limited workload. Um, so it's going to kind of muddy the water for, for, for fantasy purposes. Of course, I mean, we obviously wish him well, we hope he's okay, but going to be kind of annoying um, to trust him knowing that he left the, the Monday night game early has an abdominal issue back up. Uh, Jalen Warren, I think is a borderline uh, flex play. Have a, we'd have a little bit more confidence in him if if Najee Harris is is uh, officially ruled out. Uh, so just keep your eye on that. Uh, even though some of the other backups uh, did did play uh, decently well against the Colts, so Benny Snell and Anthony McFarland, who was called up from from the practice squad, uh, played played uh, fairly decent in uh, Najee Harris's absence. But Jalen Warren is the uh, is is the running back to utilize here if Najee Harris is is out. Now, as far as the wide receivers go and tight end, uh, Pat Fryermuth, you can definitely trust Fryermuth. I think uh, the wide receivers are both uh, if you must options at this point. Obviously, we love uh, Deontay Johnson and George Pickens, but. Um, a lot of touchdowns just have not been scored through the air. So maybe that can change uh, against the Falcons, um, but definitely temper expectations just from how the offense has been uh, playing out at this point. Next matchup, we have the Green Bay Packers at the Chicago Bears. So, so the Bears are are kind of a scary one right now. Justin Fields may not play. No Darnell Mooney. That leaves us with like the options of Cole Komet, who's kind of a borderline tight end start anyway, especially if Fields is out. Um, and then David Montgomery um, is basically a flex-worthy option at this point, uh, but definitely tempered expectations there just with the quality of the offense uh, that they have. But from a volume standpoint, I think he could still be utilized as a flex play, as like an RB2 play. Not going to feel great about it against the Packers. On the Packers side of the ball, a couple things to keep an eye out for uh, if Aaron Rodgers is going to play. Uh, if not, I think Jordan Love um, just will kind of, I think he could be utilized as a super flex play pretty deep though, with only two teams on by um, I'm not sure if he would make it in as, as a quarterback too, uh, just because he's had very limited options. And when he has played, it has not been uh, the best. It just, just to be honest. So um, interesting weapons though, in the offense, Christian Watson, he's, He's as hot as can be. You you basically have to play him uh, here. Uh, I think you could trust him regardless if if it's Love or or Aaron Rodgers. So I think you can trust Christian Watson at this point. And then uh, Aaron Jones is a trustworthy running back option, of course. And then AJ Dillon, I think could 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 be a flex play. He did get into the end zone against the Eagles, so so you really love to see that last week. Um, and against the Bears. It could just be a very nice opportunity for him to uh, punch one in again. So trusting Christian Watson, you're trusting Aaron Jones, uh, depending on the quarterback situation. I think Rodgers or Love could both be super flex options. And then um, A.J. Dillon as an if you must flex worthy running back option. Robert Tunyon, uh, tight end there. Definitely a, a deeper tight end play. Uh, but definitely in that like kind of Austin Hooper territory fine to have on your roster or just not going to feel great about getting him in as a, as a starter moving on the Jacksonville 
Jaguars at the Detroit Lions. This game could be a ton of fun, could be high scoring. So I'm going to start a lot of players in this game. Keep your eye on Travis Etienne. He's currently questionable, but if he if he is active, you can definitely fire him up. Continuing on, on the Jacksonville side of the ball, you can definitely trust uh, Trevor Lawrence. You can trust Christian Kirk. You can trust Zay Jones. Um, and then, yeah, so, so that's pretty much it. The, the the core four there for the Jaguars for sure. Then on the Detroit Lions side of the ball, I think Jared Goff is a trustworthy um, kind of a back end QB one uh, super flex, like a higher super flex option against the, against the Jaguars. Uh, so you can trust Amon Ross St. Brown, of course, and uh, Jamal Williams here. Uh, DeAndre Swift just continues to get subpar usage, but, still difficult not to play him as long as he is active so he would be uh he would come in as like an if you must more of a flex option uh for sure new york jets at the minnesota vikings uh this could be another fun one uh we got mike white magic uh, happening uh in, in new york as um zach wilson uh it ha- has been benched here so uh, Garrett Wilson, Tyler Conklin, I think are trustworthy options here. Uh, Elijah Moore, uh, big fan of him. Usage has not been great, but he would be a very, very deep if you must option. Uh, I was on uh, TSS Fantasy uh, last night, so check out my uh, appearance on there. But but, but I did talk up uh, Elijah Moore a little bit there, just kind of pointing to the fact that Mike White's uh, performances last year in Elijah Moore's rookie season sort of sparked uh, Elijah Moore's breakout campaign before he got injured and, and was not able to uh, return back to the field as a rookie, where he's absolutely exploded. Now, again, Elijah Moore only had two targets and two catches, but did get a touchdown in. Um, so, um, not going to feel super confident with him in your starting lineups, especially in a shallower league, but I think in a deeper league where there's multiple flex options, I think you could throw him in there as, as a, as a deeper flex play. Um, now, as far as the running backs are concerned, uh, kind of, kind of messy. Now, uh, Michael Carter, uh, left the game early, uh, in week 12, um, Zonovan Knight and Ty Johnson both got, uh, more than 10 carries on the ground. Uh, I don't really know, how I could trust either one of them against the Vikings. Um, this would be, just be a good opportunity to see like what uh, is to come of this backfield here. Um, so don't really feel great about starting any of the running backs. Fine to add them on to the back of your bench. Uh, that, that That's fine. But do keep an eye on uh, Michael Carter's uh, availability. Now on the Vikings side of the ball, you're starting all your Vikings. Kirk Cousins, TJ Hawkinson, Dalvin Cook, Justin Jefferson, of course, and Adam Thielen can absolutely trust them. Even though Jets defense has been tough, I don't think you're, you're going to shy away from starting any of your Vikings. Uh, the Washington Commanders at the New York Giants. New York Giants, uh, the real trustworthy options are Saquon Barkley and Daniel Jones would be a super flex play. Um, outside of them, a lot of uh, if you must options, mainly Darius Slayton. Uh, Richie James is a little bit of a deeper if you must option. Um, yeah, so really just focused around Saquon Barkley and then Daniel Jones. On the commander side of the ball, I think Taylor Heineke would come in as a super flex play. 
And I think um, wide receiver Terry McLaurin would be trustworthy here. Uh, keep your eye on the availability of Logan Thomas. Uh, can at times has been a reliable tight end um, play, but just has not just has not gotten um, a ton a ton of volume from or since coming back from injury two weeks ago. He had the five catch uh, six targets uh, outing. So, so so you like that, but then uh, what went back to only one target and one catch uh, in week twelve, I believe. So. Kind of iffy there. Uh, Curtis Samuels' involvement has been a little bit up and down uh, over the course of the season. I was very confident about his uh, opportunity last week, and then he just didn't really, uh, he just wasn't really involved in the offense. That's just kind of frustrating. And then uh, the, the, um, against the Falcons and then uh, the um, the running backs, Antonio Gibson and Brian Robinson, I think would come in as if you must options here. Still a tough Giants defense, but, um, very interesting to see how they have both been uh, utilized. So I would think that they're kind of borderline uh, if you must options there. Got the Denver Broncos at the Baltimore Ravens. So uh, a lot of questionable players in this one. You know, we're not sure if Jerry Judy is going to play. We're not sure if Lamar Jackson is going to play, uh, but, but the certain, and maybe not um, Mark Andrews as well. He's been kind of dealing with some stuff, uh, but I think you can trust uh, Gus Edwards in this one, obviously, if Lamar Jackson is healthy, you're starting him. Uh, and then, of course, um, Mark Andrews uh, on the uh, Denver Broncos side of the ball. I, to be honest, I don't want to start any Broncos at this point. Their offense has just been so brutal, so putrid. Um, hard to steer clear of Cortland Sutton. I would still have him as an if you must wide receiver option outside of him. I don't really want to start anybody only because Jerry Judy uh, may not play. If, if he's active, I, I would feel obligated to have him in as an if you must as well. Uh, but really just don't want to start any Broncos if I can help it. Then, uh, of course, uh, we have the uh, the highly anticipated Cleveland Browns at the Houston Texans. Uh, Deshaun Watson makes his return, as, as I've discussed a few times here. I think you could definitely trust him as, as a super flex play uh, against the Texans. Uh, Nick Chubb, I think, is is like my uh, start of the week. I think he's going to absolutely clobber uh, the Texans, so definitely smash um, Nick Chubb. I do think uh, Kareem Hunt could, could could have some interesting involvement here as well. He's more uh, of an if-you-must option. Uh, as far as the wide receivers go, you can definitely trust Amari Cooper. Donovan Peoples-Jones is more of an if-you-must, and then you can trust uh, David Njoku as a tight end option. On the Houston Texans side of the ball, uh, don't want to start any Texans, uh, except maybe um, Brandon Cooks. He would probably be the only Texan I would feel comfortable starting in this matchup. Uh, we got the quarterback, Kyle Allen, um, not a super flex option uh, this week. Um, Damian Pierce could, you know, have the uh, potential volume play, but definitely weaker volume. Uh, last two weeks, he's been held under 10 carries or, or 10 carries or less. And um, I, I don't think he eclipsed more than uh, double digit yards in either one of them or like less than 20. At least it's been really rough there for, for Damian Pierce, definitely avoiding him if I can help it um, against the Browns. 
then to uh, wrap up the week 13 slate, we're going to go through uh, the four remaining matchups. Got the Seattle Seahawks at the LA Rams. Uh, your Seahawks, you can feel very confident starting Geno Smith, Kenneth Walker, DK Metcalf, and Tyler Lockett. On the Rams side of the ball, the only player, only two, uh, three players I would feel comfortable starting here would, would be Tyler Higby as an if you must tight end option, Van Jefferson as an if you must wide receiver option, and Kyron Williams as a as an if you must running back option. So again, on on my appearance on TSS Fantasy, I talked up uh, Kyron Williams as he has been having. Um, uh, exponentially increased involvement and and uh, usage in the uh, Rams offense. As um, I think at this point, they are just are in like player evaluation mode. They they clearly are not going to make the playoffs. Have really not, not a lot to play for this year. Um, Daryl Henderson, of course, is on the Jacksonville Jaguars right now, and Cam Akers is just not getting a ton of volume and um, has been mostly um, inefficient in the work he's gotten, not getting past catching work, which is a lot of it is going to Kyron Williams. So, so we really like that um, from, 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 from a running back usage perspective. Um, so Kyron Williams got 14 total touches last week. You're, that's already, it's kind of borderline uh, flex usage. Uh, so if that continues, especially work in the passing game, um, he could be utilized as a flex play. Um, but everyone is just lowered a bit, you know, because of the quarterback situation. Matthew Stafford is not active. He hasn't been active. And um, Bryce Perkins just kind of struggled uh, last week. But Tyler Higby still can be a a, a reliable target for a uh, for a quarterback who is trying to find his way. Uh, but really. Uh, Higby and Van Jefferson are very much if you must options at this point, unfortunately. Uh, Miami Dolphins at the San Francisco 49ers. This could be uh, a potential game of the week matchup. Um, on the Dolphins side, you can trust a lot of your Dolphins despite the, the tougher matchup. Still going to be trusting uh, Tua, Tyreek Hill, and Jalen Waddell. Uh, Mike Isicki, can't trust him. You can you can have him on your roster if you want, but definitely can't get him into your lineup at this point. It's very very frustrating player uh, for for fantasy football purposes. And then uh, can definitely trust Jeff Wilson if Raheem Mostert is out. If Raheem Mostert is in, Wilson becomes more of an if you must just because of the potential opportunity could be diminished uh, with Mostert potentially being involved. San Francisco side of the ball, you can definitely trust um, Jimmy Garoppolo, George Kittle, Debo Samuel, as long as he's healthy, and Brandon Ayuk. Christian McCaffrey, absolutely, as long as he's active, although he is, he's, he's a little bit questionable right now, had a little bit of knee uh, irritation in the Week 12 matchup, so it's very annoying uh, for, for fantasy purposes. But that, that, that points back to, to, to uh, Jamie's question about which, which backup to, to uh, kind of look at here with Elijah Mitchell being out for the season. Uh, so McCaffrey, if he's healthy, you're playing him. Or if he's active, I should say, uh, you are playing him uh, for sure. But that should be a very entertaining game, a very exciting game, especially with a lot of the storylines of Mike McDaniel coming from San Francisco, now the head coach of the Dolphins, and then a lot of the former 49ers players that um, McDaniel signed on, including Raheem Mostert and Jeff Wilson. So 
that that that's that that game is going to be definitely one to to not miss. Another banger of a game we have are the Kansas City Chiefs at the Cincinnati Bengals. On the Bengals, you're likely going to be having uh, Jamar Chase back. So if that's the case, if he's active, you got to play him. So you're starting. Uh, I would feel comfortable starting Burrow, Chase, Higgins, Boyd, and Hurst. Um, keep your eye on Joe Mixon's availability. If he's active, I, I, I would feel obligated to start him if he's out then i i would still would feel pretty confident starting samaje p ryan despite the tough matchup against the chiefs uh the last couple of weeks has been just a pure volume uh play and has been extremely productive uh having two uh rb one weeks i believe so Really great stuff out of P. Ryan as long as Mixon is out. Just keep your eye on that. On the Chiefs side of the ball, obviously you're trusting Travis Kelsey. Obviously you're trusting Patrick Mahomes. As far as the pass catchers go, um, Marquez Valdez-Scantling would come in as like a kind of a deeper league if you must. Uh, if Juju Smith-Schuster is active, you can definitely uh, trust him. And as far as the running backs are concerned, with Clyde Edwards-Flair on IR, I think you can trust Isaiah Pacheco as a uh, flex play. Then to finish off the uh, week 13 slate here, we got the Los Angeles Chargers at the Las Vegas Raiders. So um, could be another high scoring uh, game uh, on the on the Raiders side of the ball. Josh Jacobs coming off a monster performance against the Seahawks. Uh, he is questionable with, with a calf strain. So we really hope he's active. But um, if he's inactive, that, that's really going to muddy the water uh, for what to expect out, out of the Raiders backfield. Because you got Amir Abdullah. you got Zamir White. Um, not really sure what to make of that from from a fantasy perspective, but either way, I think you can still trust uh, Derek Carr and Devontae Adams here, as well as Foster Moreau as more of an if you must borderline trust uh, tight end option with Darren Waller out uh, on the Chargers side of the ball. Uh, you, you're just trusting like, like the, the the usual suspects here. You can trust Justin Herbert. You can trust Austin Eckler. Uh, Keenan Allen has ba- is back. He's you know, he, he's looking pretty good uh, from, from coming back from, from his hamstring issues. Definitely fire him up as well as Joshua Palmer. And then as long as Gerald Everett is active, uh, you can trust him as well as a uh, tight end play. So that's going to do it for the week 13 matchup preview. Appreciate everyone checking out the episode. Uh, if you found this useful, please hit like and subscribe to the IDP guys uh, channel. That would be fantastic. And again, I, I just want to, I just want to uh, reiterate that I am available um, through uh, Twitter or any of the social media uh, apps. Just reach out if, if I can help you out in, in any way, I'd be more than happy to. Uh, so just don't, don't be shy. But that's going to do it for for this week's episode. Uh, Thanks for listening. Uh, Keep climbing and good luck.